All right, it's your boy Mixmaster B here live from the MMB Radio studios for the MMB Radio podcast where no topic is too big or too small. We talk about them all. And on the phone lines right now, I have a woman who you've seen all over the place in magazines, gracing covers of magazines. She's an international bikini model. She's been a Playboy radio host. And you may have even known her from Millionaire Makeover, Miss Bambi Lachelle. How are you? I'm great. How are I'm, you? I'm doing awesome tonight. I, I thank you for taking some time to uh, talk to us. And a uh, little backstory here is uh, I've been scouting Bambi for years. <laughs> I've been wanting you like I, I can't. I don't even remember the first time I initially made contact with you and said, "Hey, I, I want you on my podcast." And um, I've been, I mean, I've, I've been borderline stalking this woman <laughs> <laughs> to get her on the podcast. That's how much I adore you. So I Aww. thank you for taking Aww. some time to uh, talk to us tonight. Absolutely. And, uh, so I mentioned you have a lot of titles and uh, I got a lot of questions and another cool backstory. She's DMing me on Twitter. She's giving me this call sheet. Like as I, I told her, I was like, no, I'm very familiar with who you are. <laughs> Others may not be, but that's the cool thing about tonight. We're going to try to get to know you a little bit more for people who are not familiar with your story. So uh, first things Great. first, uh, where are you originally from? I'm originally from California. <laughs> so California, Sunshine State, and everybody, you know, here's California. There's all these hot, exotic women in California. You gotta <laughs> love California girls. You got into modeling. And kind of take us through that. How did you get into the whole modeling game? Um, <laughs> when people ask me that, it's a little bit awkward. Um, it's not something that I ever thought I was going to do. Um, I was um, a big tomboy growing up, so it's not exactly what I pictured myself as growing up. But I used to see, like, um, magazines and things like that and be like, well, they're gorgeous. It would be amazing. But, you know, you don't really think it's possible. I started um, as a bartender, and uh, one of my managers basically put me in a contest that was happening at a place next door to us, and um, it kind of just went from there. What are some of the publications that you've been featured in? Um, internationally, different magazines, um, including the most popular ones that people would have heard of, is FHM, Maxim, American Curves, Hardbot, Lowrider Magazine, um, you know, things like that. Basically, men's magazines. Now, you grew up saying you were a tomboy, um, and you yeah. were working at a bar. <laughs> Um, what were your original plans for life before modeling just kind of landed in your lap? Did you have a goal or, you know, a, a, something that you wanted to strive to do with your life? Or were you just kind of content with being a tomboy bartender? Which is totally cool with me. Yeah, I, no. I mean, I'm okay with that. <laughs> no, um, well, I was a waitress before that. No. <laughs> um, yeah, no, of course I had ambitions and ideas. And, you know, I went to college and studied psychology. I was really interested in that. I was interested in becoming um, an elementary school teacher. I was also studying some real estate. You know, I wasn't really sure where I wanted to take it, but I knew that those things were things that interested me at the time. So I basically have studied many things. And because this kind of, like you said, fell in my lap, um, I just kind of, uh, I think life gives you opportunities and it's your basically decision on what to do with them. Sometimes you take them, sometimes you don't. And I basically took it and I rolled with it and I kept it going and I worked my ass off. <laughs> it's all about so, having opportunities and whether or not you want to seize that opportunity or you just want to let it, you know, pass you by. And you've obviously you've seized that opportunity and it opened up a lot of different doors for you. Um, kind of take us how that one of those doors being Playboy Radio. Was that something that you pursued or was that something that somebody from Playboy came to you and was like, hey, 
Would you be interested in doing this? Yeah, no, actually, um, I had done uh, some podcasts and some radio and things like that prior. Um, I had a show um, a lot, I mean, this was years ago, but small things here and there. Um, so I had a little bit of experience, and I knew that it was something that I liked. Um, with Playboy Radio, no, I did not pursue it. What basically happened was um, I was mingling with a few of the playmates and a few girls that I knew through um, some work and some other things. And one of the radio hosts, um, Jessica Hall, she we had met a certain night, and we had basically hit it off really well, and she was looking for a new co-host. And um, with, obviously, my modeling career and being, you know, a quote-unquote hot chick, I guess you can say, uh, and having the personality that I had, she was like, you've got to do this show, like, come in and try it out, and which I did, and I promoted my calendars when I came, and then she had me back and was like, that was great, and we ended up, I, I mean, I was there for about five years, so it worked out. <laughs> so you came into Playboy Radio as this quote-unquote hot chick, and, <laughs> like, did they ever approach you about modeling and shooting for Playboy? Um, yeah, it came up a few times. They were going to do, um, girls of radio and they were going to do a few other, um, you know, a, a few other modeling things, um, with the magazine. But, uh, for me, it just wasn't on my list of things I wanted to do. I love Playboy. I love the magazine. Um, I love all the girls that have done it. I just, for me, I just preferred to stick with swimsuit and, um, not go into the nude category. Now, what type of uh, topics would you talk about on Playboy Radio? I mean, you hear Playboy oh, Radio, <laughs> and you could probably imagine the different topics you got into. Um, and, like, how what kind of experience did you have talking about all this stuff? Like, did, did it feel awkward talking about certain topics? No way. <laughs> it was actually a lot of fun. Um, oh, let me think. We took callers who had lots of questions, so that was really exciting, um, being able to answer questions and kind of – give advice on, um, <laughs> I guess, certain things you can do, what not to do, how to do certain things um, in the bedroom, let's just say. Um, we also went to a lot of events and parties, and we get to talk about who we were mingling with and what we did there and what we saw and crazy things that happened. And um, Basically, it was just a lot of fun. <laughs> it, it sounds like a lot of fun. I mean, I, anytime you can sit down and just, you know, talk about anything, Bambi, I'm, I'm totally, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? We could talk about the weather and talk about Nor'easterston. Yeah. I'm totally down for it. Um, <laughs> so you do Playboy Radio and you've done the modeling and then you get to this the millionaire makeover. And for <laughs> people who are not familiar with the millionaire makeover, um, it, it's sort of like the Bachelor and Bachelorette type theme of shows, correct? Yes, well, it's called Millionaire Matchmaker, so that might ring more bells. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I misquoted there, Millionaire Matchmaker. Um, yeah, you don't want to do a millionaire makeover, you know what I mean? Although, no. I, I, I would love to spend a million dollars and then just be like, you know what, I just want to do a do-over. Can we just make me over and get yeah. me another million and just start this from scratch? Um, so, <laughs> the Millionaire Matchmaker. Um, so, kind of take us through the synopsis of what this show is. Um, well, the show is basically, like you said, it's kind of like The Bachelor and shows like that, um, like where you basically meet somebody and, um, that's just the title of it. But, um, I went on there as, um, actually as a girl, <laughs> this is like so weird to talk about for me because it's, um, basically I went on a show and I met somebody 
and he chose me to go on a date with out of about, about 15 girls or so. And we hit it off basically the first few minutes of talking. And um, now I'm living in Canada with the same guy. We're married. <laughs> baby. So we have a baby. So it, it apparently worked out. And I don't think that um, it happens too often on that show. So it's kind of pretty neat. Now, the, the title says the millionaire matchmaker. So they usually, like, what they're doing is, there is it like the guys that they're trying to match you up with are, you know, like guys that, you know, are pretty famous or have money or, I, I just want to clear this up because I don't want to sound like, you know, some guy just bought you. <laughs> with, no, like, this money. no, 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 it wasn't like that at all. I didn't, I, I wasn't interested in finding somebody for money. I was you know, I didn't need a man. I wanted a man. And this, the uh, the opportunity to be on the show presented itself to me. Um, it's actually funny. I mean, I don't want to get too into the backstory, but I it wasn't something, it wasn't a show that I wanted to do because I didn't need to go on TV to find somebody. Um, it, it just happened and I knew people in casting and it just basically, it kept presenting itself to me. And this one particular episode that I did um, was pushed pretty hard that, you know, you really need to do this, Bambi. You really got to be here on this one. Like, there's this guy. And basically, people that I knew already knew that they found the guy for me, which I thought was pretty interesting. But, um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I can't really. <laughs> it's really, it's kind of a an odd situation, so it's hard to really say. But, yeah, basically, they have people, um, it's guys and girls that they decide to do that with. And I think they have to have a certain success rate or something like that. And, um, I came on there and they pitched um, my now husband as um, something else. They said, I can't remember the business they said he was in, um, but basically that didn't matter. We just hit it off personality-wise, and I found out afterwards that he was he's a former NFL player, and that's where he got, um, you know, that's where he made his success, which was funny because I brought up to him that I liked you know, NFL and things like that before I had known that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It, I'm sure a lot of people have seen the show. I'm sure it, it keeps <laughs> well, repeating. So you, eventually you'll see you it. You keep saying this guy, your husband, and are we allowed to mention his name or, or like, sure, sure. Right, his right, name okay. is Mitch. Yes. Yeah, so Mitch Berger, who, you know, who, yeah. who had, you know, a stop here in Philadelphia, played for the Eagles as, you know, won a Super Bowl with the Steelers. And, you know, I mean, we're, we're all really familiar with Mitch's, you know, career. Yeah, perfect. Uh, <laughs> yes, he played for 16 years, so I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, and, he, you know, he's had stops, all, you know, all over the place. So, um, I, now, were you familiar with who he was? Like, or were you not no. really? <laughs> I mean, he was a punter, no, you know what I mean? So, but Yeah, well, um, I actually am a really big Oakland Raiders fan. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry for all you listeners that hate that, but um, I'm from, you know, right, right, just right near Oakland, so I that's how I was raised, and... Mm-hmm. Pretty much if you're raised an Oakland fan, you're kind of a diehard Oakland fan. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's where I stand. So I wasn't really um, too interested in any other uh, player names or anything like that on other teams. So I wasn't so impressed with the teams that he's played for. But <laughs> <laughs> obviously, um, yeah, no, he's had an amazing career and very impressed with all of his accomplishments, which still um, we're still being able to enjoy some some highlights of things that still come his way. Like just recently he gave a golden football to his former high school from the NFL. It's their 50 year anniversary Super Bowl. So, you know, little things here and there. So it's, it's been, I, I did see you fun. tweet out a picture of that and that's very awesome. You yeah. Know, that yeah. Really cool. Like that. Um, so 
you hit it off with him, you get married, you go away to Canada, and you have a child. I mean, it kind of makes me feel like maybe I should have tried out for the pass, kick, and punt contest as a child because <laughs> I totally missed my calling somewhere. Um, so what's life like now being a mother, and are you still actively doing the modeling stuff? Um, I'm not as actively doing the modeling stuff because um, my baby is still young, and um, for all you moms out there, you know, like it takes a little bit to get right back to uh, the fitness that you were before. So I've been working on that, and I'm doing pretty well. I did do a shoot um, late in August for um, a few things out there. I was in L.A., so I shot some, some lingerie and swimwear, swimwear lines and things like that. So I am in it a little bit, but out here in Canada, um, I don't really have a lot of contacts out here. It's funny, um, I used to shoot for American Curves, and they're a Canada-based company, but yet now that I'm living out here, I don't think that they... <laughs> they don't make their magazine anymore so I'm not really sure what happened there um but yeah no I come to LA and I do things like that but for the events and flying around too much I was international before quite a bit lots of travel all over the world but now with a child and a husband like being home and enjoying being here and taking care of them is my biggest priority now we have a couple but I definitely have some secrets in the in the in the future near future <laughs> oh, okay so we got some we got some things to look forward to then so the, things not, are brewing yes <laughs> this isn't the end of bambi like this is not oh, no 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 <laughs> well then let me ask you then is is that something like after you know you've your child has become you know to the point where you're able to you know move and do different things um do you, how much longer do you see yourself doing modeling and is there still things you want to do this late in the game that you're like you know what I still would like to do something like this. Um, well, the one thing about me is I knew from the beginning that my career was not a lifelong career. It's a very short-lived career with um, the genre of obviously it's about the way you look. It's about your body. You know, people don't really want to see an old lady trying to wear a swimsuit and not looking perfect, you know, in, in it doesn't look good, right? Betty so I White knew that just it was celebrated her ninety fourth birthday, by the way. So Oh, happy birthday, Betty White. So you know there are fetishes <laughs> I met her for before. <laughs> there are people out there that well, there you go. wouldn't mind seeing Absolutely. That. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm sure. Continue. <laughs> but for me, um for me specifically I just um I knew it was a short lived career. Luckily for me I was able to carry it for, you know, over ten years and here and there, luckily, I mean, it's still going somewhat, nothing major and not as much, but um, no, I don't think I'm going to be, I guess, posing for Maximum and FHM for the next 10 years, but at the same time, I'm not ready to be done, first of all, and second of all, um, there are other things that you can do with it. So luckily, um, I keep saying luckily, sorry. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've I've made a career out of it in other ways. Like I said, the radio, I did all these other things. So hopefully, you know, some other things will take me there. But otherwise, I'm very content with being a mother and a wife and taking care of my two boys for now. And who knows how many more come along. <laughs> now, I have a couple questions that we got from fans because I'm not the only person who's been a fan for many years of your work. <laughs> um, but there are some a couple questions that we took from Twitter and Facebook. And uh, one of the questions someone said, um, uh, we're very familiar that you've done stuff with bench warmer cards in the past. Um, are you can do you have a continued relationship with them, and or can they expect to see anything new from them in the future? 
I absolutely do have a continued relationship with them. In fact, um, just about a month or so ago, they sent me a huge package of all these new cards to sign and tank cups to sign and all kinds of different things, So, which I signed. It takes hours and hours and hours. I love bench warmer. <laughs> so I had tons of new stuff come out, and I sent it back, and they've been dispersed. I've been seeing some fans sending me some photos of some things that they've gotten, um, limited edition cards and things like that. So, yeah, there's absolutely some new stuff out. And, um, yeah, hopefully in the near future I will possibly be shooting with them again. So there could be even more. <laughs> so being far away from them has not removed me from being a benchwarmer girl. Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, next fan, he uh, tweets and he has a question. He says, um, I, I'm, I know you're a huge sports fan. What is your number one sports moment? Ooh, I don't know that's if this, a good if one. Is you know a personal moment where you you played sports because you were you, you played uh, softball growing up, right? Yeah, softball and basketball. Yeah, say, say, I told you I'm a fan. I, I do you my, are. I do, I I do, I do my homework here. Um, but You're good. <laughs> um, I guess maybe he's, he's probably leaning more towards like, do you have a, a, a favorite professional sports moment where you're like, this is something that always stands out as my favorite sports moment. That's a good one. I wish I had more time to think about that one because there's. <laughs> we asked the hard I'm questions on MMB radio. Yeah, I'm gonna think later. Like, oh, I should have said this one instead. You know when that happens. Um, oh, that's a really good one. Um, we can okay, skip. We since, can pass since you said this, I'll tell you my personal favorite one. Um, I was a softball pitcher, um, mm-hmm. uh, and I was an all-star. I was a very fast, the underhand swing girl softball pitcher, and. My favorite moment in that was, well, it shouldn't be a favorite moment, but I, <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I pitched the ball, and the ball got hit directly back to my face really hard. And I just remember my first instinct just to put the glove up, and I caught the ball, and <laughs> my glove hit me right in the face because the ball was coming straight at But it was like, you know, nanosecond moment so i always liked that because i thought it was pretty cool i got the out and didn't get hurt (laughs) (laughs) that's always a good thing it's a good moment to have you know i didn't get knocked out with a concussion yeah i I didn't have to go through softball concussion protocol um to get through the next inning um so another i'll think i'll think about that though for the professional one because there's a few but i want to think of I don't want to regret later not saying the right one. <laughs> well, hey, you're always welcome on the podcast, so we can always <laughs> yeah. we can always go back to that question another time. Uh, awesome. so a, a couple more questions we have here. Um, what is the hardest thing about being a mother and being a model at the same time? Your body, my body. I will say that. <laughs> um, carrying a child changes everything. It changes. Um, different aspects of your hormones, different aspects of the elasticity of your skin and, you know, weight gain and weight loss and all different types of things. And plus the, uh, the time and the effort that I used to spend, um, being focused on what I was eating and how I was working out and how long I was working out gets taken up by, you know, taking care of a baby and the baby, it's baby's time. So I think that is probably the hardest thing is kind of figuring out, uh, how to juggle both and get yourself in the shape that you can. You know, I've never been overweight in my whole life, so having a child and gaining a certain amount of weight and then having to realize how hard it is to get rid of everything afterwards um, would probably be the biggest struggle for me. Awesome. So uh, another fan tweets in. He says, um, 
First off, he says that he, he loves you and he adores you. Um, I think we all can. Thank you. I think we can all vouch for that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he says, what do, you, what do you get complimented on the most? What do I get complimented on the most? Um, Whether it be physical or personality-wise. I would probably say wise. my smile. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty smiley. <laughs> <laughs> She's all about and, the smiley uh, stickers. I laugh a lot, too. <laughs> uh, that, so I would say my giggle and my smile, probably. Okay. A <laughs> okay. um, couple more of these before you get out of here. Um, these, cause these, I was surprised how many of these fans were sending in questions and emailing me questions for you. Um, one, one of the other fans, he says, um, kind of leaning on the smile and everything, he says, "What would um, has any fans ever recognized you in – public and have they approached you and been like hey i'm a fan of yours and you know etc like that yes absolutely Um, more than i actually would think (laughs) (laughs) um it would happen a lot when i had my calendars out so a few years back um, i would have people come up to me and be like oh i have your calendar and i actually still have people tell me that they have my calendars hanging in their garage or in their house or wherever when you know it's obviously not the right year up but you know (laughs) it's very flattering so, um, yeah, I've, I've, I have gotten that before. Yes, lots. <laughs> awesome. Um, so uh, another guy says, he must not be that big of a fan. I won't put his name out there. Um, but he says, um, what, 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 is, uh, what does a guy have to do to, to impress you? I guess he means if you weren't spoken for, obviously he doesn't know that you're married. <laughs> but, like, if you were single, what, 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 what are you attracted to in guys? Sure. Um I've never been the kind of girl that was uh, looking for um, outward, like, looks. So my thing that I was always interested in was the confidence. So everybody always assumes, like, oh, you must like super attractive guys or other models. But actually, it's quite the opposite. I like a guy who's very confident, um, the way he carries himself. I don't like arrogance. I don't like cocky. (laughs) There's a big difference between confident and cocky. Mm -hmm. Um, I like... um, confident and um just somebody who uh treats others well that's basically what i've always looked at and was interested in when a guy was around me that was very respectful and was very kind to other people that was ding 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 right off the bat (laughs) kind of suddenly he's attractive to me no matter what he looks like on the outside one of our female listeners uh sent a a question uh, via facebook and wants to know what health tips could you give for someone who's constantly trying to stay in shape or get tuned? Do you have any secrets or is it just I do. genetics? No. <laughs> um, no, I do. I would say, honestly, it's um, a lot of water and clean eating. So clean eating, which people think that they know and sometimes they don't, but basically um, – not no processed food, no sugar. And I don't say, I don't mean no, like none at all, because believe me, like I just had pizza the other night and I love dessert. So, and I'm, I bake all the time. So I, by no means am I a, a perfect eater in any shape, way or form. But I think that, um, on a regular basis, like in general, if you try to eat clean and then you have your cheat days or you have your cheat meals or whatever, it's fine. And it doesn't affect you too bad because, you know, in general, you're eating healthy and healthy. I mean, um, you know, vegetables and light proteins and things like that. 
So, and I don't drink soda or anything like that. I, I just drink water and some tea and some coffee here and there, but basically that's, that's it. And ever since I started doing that, um, I don't know, you can tell in your skin. It just keeps your face looking younger, like dark circles under my eyes if I drink soda or like alcohol on a night out and things like that. But if I'm drinking a lot of water after that, they tend to just disappear. So I would definitely say water and um, clean eating is a huge, huge thing. In fact, if you, you like that all the time, if you're better than me about it, you, you don't even have to work out that hard. That's what I think. <laughs> well, I, I wish I could say I, I, we were joking on Twitter. Um, you're saying you know about you know looking amazing in bikinis, and I said, oh well, we got a lot in common. You look amazing in bikinis, and I like to think I look dead <laughs> sexy in you know banana hammock bikini myself. But God knows I'm lying, and you know it's just perjury all over this podcast for me to say something like that. Um, <laughs> but uh, another question someone says, and it's kind of a, a, a a fun question here. Uh, at least I think it's a fun question. Um, good. <laughs> do you have? Let's a- see if I think it's a fun question. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to reveal some things about yourself. Um, the fir- two of them. First one is: Do you have any bad habits? Do I have any bad habits? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm sure I have a ton of bad habits. Let me think. Um, I'm not like a nail biter or anything. Let me think. A bad habit would be. Oh my gosh! Let me just pick one. Let me think. <laughs> so you, have, you have multiple bad habits. It's just narrowing it down to which one you want to tell us. I mean, everybody's got bad habits, whether they want to admit it or not. Maybe I don't want to admit that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, this one might not be considered very bad, but it is not good with water people because I take really long showers sometimes. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, it's not like a bad habit per se, but, um, I really like to be in there for a long time. (laughs) That's It's not a daily thing, but, and another bad habit with the water thing is sometimes I'll take like two or three, like if I have the time, like I'd like one in the morning, I'd like one in the nighttime. Mm -hmm. That's not really a bad habit though, is it? (laughs) No, I mean, you know, being, you know, hygienic is is always a good thing, you know? Bad habit. Hmm. (laughs) I can, I can vouch for that though. I enjoy that. I, one of the things that I, when I take showers, I, I take really hot showers to the yeah, point where it's like I, I come out of the room and you see like steam everywhere. People are like, yes. like I just had like well, a pyro entrance or something. Yes. And then like, I'll, I like it really hot. And then when you're in there long enough, it cools down. So you got to turn it back up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, um, it's not a bad habit, yeah, you know? It's just... I would say my bad habit is, um, as I was just speaking of clean eating, <laughs> My bad habit would be um, maybe every time I make brownies or things like that, like I feel the need to make sure that the bowl and the spoon are completely clean. And by that, I don't mean adding water. I mean, making sure I eat it. (laughs) So cleaning with mouth only. Um, Yes, which isn't very great because there's raw egg in there, which is awful. No dishwashing, no sink, just saliva cleaning on all the, the mixing utensils and yeah, I think, we, I think we're all guilty of that. I'm not rocky, though. <laughs> <laughs> Are you not cracking just the egg in the morning and just guzzling hard-boiled eggs there? Ew. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so then the next one is it kind of leans a little bit on the bad habit question. Um, what is your most embarrassing moment? Hmm. It could have been if you didn't catch that ball. 
in softball. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> that could have been the most embarrassing moment. But you, you luckily... No, but I did... I did get hit in the face with a ball one time during softball. I was in an I was in a co-ed league with my uncles, and um, <laughs> this is this is pretty embarrassing. I was playing catch before the game, like warming up, and I wasn't paying attention for a minute, and the ball came and hit me in the face. <laughs> so it's like the LeBron James getting hit with the basketball vine that was going up oh last week. Did you see that? Oh did you see gosh. where he got I smacked in the face? I did not see that. Oh, you no. got to look for that. It, 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 I'll, you I know, know I will I will send it to you on Instagram. Um, and so awesome. You can, so you can <laughs> see that. Um, so uh, let everybody know. So as I mentioned, Instagram and Twitter and everything. Everybody has big social media presence all over the place now. It's almost a given. Yeah. You know, my grandparents have social media accounts now. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> my grandmother keeps up with me on Facebook. <laughs> it is. You know, like it, it's, it's weird. It's just like, okay, you're trying to find the next social media where nobody, like, family that you don't want to know your business is going to find out yeah. anything, you know but they're like always there lurking and finding you and you're like uh gotta install a new app you know um so where can people find you at on the worldwide web of wonderness the worldwide web of wonders i like that um as of right now i am on instagram everything is pretty much my name so bambi lachelle so instagram bambi lachelle <laughs> twitter Bambi Lachelle and Facebook, Bambi Lachelle. Pretty much type in my name on any of those sites and you'll find me. You <laughs> I'm sure there's um, there's a bit. Yep, you can do that too. Um, I Sometimes my website pops up when you Google my name. And unfortunately, sorry, everybody, I took it down a few years back. A lot of years back, I should say. <laughs> um, I actually had to um, get rid of a graphics person that was working for me. And I just didn't keep up with it after that. <laughs> so bad but you know it was kind of when all this other media not media sorry the the world wide web started getting so big as I was really big into MySpace at the time but then all of a sudden there was Facebook and then all of a sudden there was Twitter and so I didn't really feel the need to have a website and keep um, keep up with that when I had all the other sites as well so I just let it fizzle out and so now it's just a splash page sorry <laughs> <laughs> I think that may have been where I initially contacted you was probably MySpace I think that's how long yes. I've been a fan. Like, I was just like, you know, young guy raging hormones. And it's like, oh, <laughs> you know, MySpace. Whoa, who's this Bambi chick? You know what I mean? And, well, yeah, you know, MySpace was really big for me. That was when, um, you know, when social media was just basically getting big like that. And I was one of the top models on MySpace for years. So that was like a really big deal for me to be on there. It was, it, they did good for me. <laughs> I'm going on like Yahoo. Thank you, MySpace. <laughs> I'm typing in on Yahoo because we weren't, I wasn't even using Google. I'm like Yahoo. And I'm like, Bambi Lachelle, tease them photo shoot. <laughs> I'm like, oh, whoa, let me see what it is. So, um, so it's really cool that all these years later that I'm actually able to have you on the podcast. And I thank you for taking thank you some for time. Having me. And uh, is there anything you want the fans to know? Any last words for them? Any last words for them? <laughs> Your last <laughs> rights. Do you have any last words? <laughs> um, thank you for following all the work that I have done. And if you haven't, I hope that you will. Um, hi. <laughs> um, I do have some more things in the future coming up. Um, not as much as I've done in the past. I apologize. Things in life have changed for me. Um, life is good, though. And I appreciate everybody's support and love and throughout the years and even continuously and I look forward to hearing from any of you that are interested in sending me notes on any of those sites. Um, I do respond to all of my 
fights personally. I don't have anybody doing that for me. And yeah, I just appreciate all of you. You guys gave me an awesome career for a long time, and I love it. It's and, been and, fun. And be persistent, because I was, and here I am now, <laughs> and I have her on my podcast. So, you know what I mean? It's just like being a creep and a stalker is not always a bad thing. You know? No, it's a great thing. <laughs> Go get them, everyone. <laughs> Seriously, though, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, we hope to uh, see more big things coming from you in the future. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. <laughs> Take care. This is Bambi Lachelle, and you're listening to Mixmaster B on MMB Radio.